Lights up on a park bench. Lights up on a deck. Lights, 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 lights up. Lights up. Lights up. Lights up. A podcast by the Ensemble Theatre of Chattanooga. Prismatic. Sconce. Grove. And Picks stand at a bus stop beside... The old woman on a bench. Grove holds a fiddle. I will soon be with you, Grenadine. We are going back for her. Round as the sun, and I love her. We have been on a prison farm three years because of her. Round, round, everywhere round. The engagement ring we stole. My gossamer gay gosling with your glands aglow. Which she threw back at you. Grenadine, do you hear my cries and my shouts and my lamentations and my fears? I hear them. Be not afraid, Artemis. We are docile. Why do you call me Artemis? He has been reading nothing but mythology and folklore on the prison farm. Artemis, goddess of the hunt and of the chase and of our freedom. Mm, I am this freedom. What has he been reading? Religion. He equates himself with all things. Grenadine. What about him? Love poetry. And you? Science. What have you learned? The common ancestry of the animal. All of us evolving from algae, bacteria, sponges, and trilobites over thousands of years. Is it not millions of years? It is possible. I have no conception of time and am bewildered by dates. Perhaps it was not three years you were on that prison farm. It was not three years. It was not a prison farm. It was Demeter's garden, and we were its guardians. I am this guardian. When will this bus arrive? There is no bus. Stopped running years ago. Then why are you waiting for it? I am waiting for nothing. I enjoy the scene and the conversations of the men who congregate here, released from the prison farm, filled with dreams. Ah, I am these dreams. Hmm. Can you point the way to the coast? I have never been to the coast, but this road will take you away from here and might lead to a road to the coast. I will soon be with you, Grenadine. Prismatic exits. Sconce. And Grove follow. The old woman selling berries is standing at a fruit stand on the side of the road. Prismatic. Sconce. Grove. And Picks enter. Prismatic picks out four baskets of berries and hands the old woman money. The old woman reaches under the table and sets out some jars of jam. Prismatic turns to the others. Do we like jam? There are few things finer than jam. Prismatic hands the old woman more money. She reaches under the table and sets out some pie. Prismatic turns to the others. Do we like pie? Pie is one of those things. One of what things? Finer than jam. Prismatic hands the old woman more money. She sweeps the rest of the berries into the center of the table. Prismatic turns to the others who nod. Prismatic hands the old woman more money and picks up the rest of the berries. The old woman folds up her table and exits. The men stack the food in their arms and trying to keep their stacks steady, exit. 
while offstage, the men are heard dropping, squashing, and splattering their berries, pies, and jams. They re-enter. We are not having the best of success eating, and we are running out of money. Money is not of consequence. We will not be able to buy anything. What good have our purchases done us so far? Can we blame the purchases? I'm not blaming them. I'm merely not crediting them. We ate well on the prison farm. Demeter's garden, you mean. Demeter, Greek goddess of vegetation! Mother of Persephone, whom Hades abducted and made queen of the underworld. She did not wish to marry him. She starved herself beside him until Zeus decreed that she only had to spend six months a year there. The rest she could spend in the garden. I am this renewal. Explain it to me then. Play your fiddle. Grove plays his fiddle. I am this music. An old man selling watermelons enters. Prismatic gives him money. Prismatic and the others each pick out a watermelon. The old man exits. We have no knife. Can we not simply throw them against the ground? They will explode in all directions. Then we will find one. They are heavy. You must have fortitude. They were easier to eat in Demeter's garden. Was a prison farm. I am this ambiguity? They exit. The lights fade. Prismatic. Sconce. Grove. And picks enter with watermelons, struggling to ascend the hill, breathing heavily. Do the rest of you perceive this incline too? It is the weight. I am certain it is a hill. Try not to complain. I am this hill. We have been on a plane for days. Now with these watermelons, we have a hill. Without the watermelon, you would still think it a plane. And since the watermelon has nothing to do with the slope, it is still a plane. It looks like a hill to me. We will rest here for a minute. He sets the watermelon down. The others do the same. The watermelons start to roll down the hill. The men do not notice <gasps> at first, then turn and run after them. The men enter panting without the watermelons, put their hands on their knees. To sconce. Do you deny it is a hill now? It is a plane at a different angle. The different angle is why it is not a plane. Only from your perspective? I speak from my perspective. That is your shortcoming. From what perspective do you speak? The one of objectivity. Demeter's garden! A goddess of the soil and of the grain and of the pure. I do not know why I contend. Nor I. I do not recall a Demeter or a Persephone in the garden. But Demeter and her daughter always wear disguises. Persephone was dressed as a maiden when Hades captured her. I do not recall any maiden. She had strayed too far from her companions. Oh, I am this lost home. Her mother looked for her with a pair of torches and set fire to the fields so that there was famine throughout the kingdom. For three years? We shall not mention this matter again until we have Shh. eaten. I am this silence. We can fish in the stream. Have you tackle in your trousers? We will sharpen some sticks. Had we a knife, we will be eating the watermelons. We will use rocks. On the fish. On the sticks. Have you done this before, then? Sconce picks up sticks, hands them out. I cannot kill an ant with this. You do not have to. He picks up rocks, hands them out. How am I to sharpen my stick if the rock itself is not sharp? 
How are you to do anything if you keep complaining? Sconce, Grove, and Picks sharpen their sticks with their rocks. Prismatic grumbling sharpens his. All we need now is for a fish to jump out of the stream and lie still for us while we poke it to death with our twigs. You scoff at the truth. Raising his stick. This is the truth. And you scoff at it. Now, be quiet or you will scare the fish. On the contrary, when the fish see us standing here with these twigs, they will swim over to laugh at us. Sconce raises his stick to strike. The others do the same. I am an idiot! Silence! I am this fish! Stop swimming so quickly! Prismatic strikes at a fish, and his stick breaks. Grenadine! You were too hasty, and now you've driven him away. Grenadine! Shh! Indicating the stream. Look, he has brought a friend to share in this farce. Sconce surveys the fish. With a vigorous movement, he drives his stick into the water. Grove. And Picks do the same. Sconce puts a foot in the stream and makes another foray. He hurls his stick at the fish. He dives in. Grove. Pick. And Prismatic plunge in after him. The four of them attack the fish simultaneously. The lights dim. The men get out of the water and sit on the bank, shivering. Grenadine. <laughs> Here I am. Wolves do not attack humans. To hell with you. He is right about the wolves. To hell with you too. I am this hell. The sun will be up soon. 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 Whereupon our clothes will begin to dry. If we had not gone swimming. I did not force you. You gave me a twig. We will talk in the morning. The lights rise slowly on the four men, shivering. <laughs> soon. <laughs> Soon. The sun is here, is it not? Our skin is blue, and we have not eaten since the prison farm. I thought we were not to speak of it until we had eaten. We are not speaking of it. Of Demeter's garden, rather. I am these contradictions. <sighs> we can go into the woods. I can lure a rabbit with my fiddle. Like Pan. Pan played a reed pipe, not a fiddle. I have studied rabbits. Their flesh is tender, and with the fur we can make mittens for Grenadine. To Prismatic. I did not know you were giving her mittens. I am not giving her mittens. It is a loving gift, and will not lead to the place of which we cannot speak. I am this past. Grove exits. The others follow. Crouch behind those trees. When the rabbit comes, pounce on him. There is no saving us. We will try it. If it does not work, and you are still hungry, we will look for food elsewhere. How will I not still be hungry if it does not work? Sometimes hunger passes. It passes when you eat. Sometimes it just passes. Continue your discussion later. For now, crouch behind those trees. Prismatic. Scones. And picks crouch. Both play. A pair of squirrels. In love. Pan he is. More Bacchus. You mean Cupid. I mean Pan, or Bacchus. But Cupid is the god of love. Indicating the squirrels, this does not look like love. You are concentrating on the surface. So are they. Hey, I am this Bacchus. Pounce! You wish us to interrupt them? While they are preoccupied. It does not seem humane. I thought you were hungry. Not this hungry. He exits. The others follow. The men re-enter. 
We have lost the road. The road to the coast? The road that might lead to the road to the coast. Let us retrace our steps. We have been retracing them. We will come upon it soon. Is that right? It is. I do not recall this fork in the path. Perhaps it was not here before. We will each set out in a different direction, then return to confer. One of us might walk for days. The others be kept waiting. If you do not find it after a couple of hours, you may turn around. I have no conception of time. I am these paths. Grenadine. Perhaps you could play your fiddle, and we could see from which path the squirrels come running. They will have separated by now. So you too maintain it was not love. Love or not, they will have separated by now. I nearly walked into that tree. Single file. That is the ruin of the lemmings. We are not lemmings. Not yet. Is this not the fork again? Are we sure it is the same one? What does it matter if it is the same one? How else will we know if we have made progress? Our progress does not depend on the total number of forks, but on the particular prong that leads us to the road! I am this progress. He begins to pile sticks for a fire. What is Pix doing? He is building a fire. The sticks are wet. It was only a light rain, and it has stopped. We will help him. It will give our minds some time to rest. To rest from what? From our choice of paths. Perhaps then, with our minds clear, we will remember the path to the road. How many sticks do we require? His flame must soar to the firmament. I am this center. Have you done this before? You've not forgotten our president of failure. We may take from his light. What may we take from it? Its eternal flame. I am this unfolding... Where would we be without the wisdom of Pix? We could be doing worse. He is clarity itself, always of one mind. He says he is all things. Hence, of one mind. I am going to sleep. I am this upheaval. The sound of sticks scraping against one another. Does this really work? You must have faith. My top stick keeps sliding off my bottom one. You must be steadfast. It is my sticks that are sliding, not I. Be quiet, all three of you. In fairness to Pix, he has not spoken. He will speak soon. I am this fairness. Is that smoke near Pix, I see? I am this smoke. I do not believe it. It is spreading through the pile. Is that a flame? I am that flame. He has done it. An orange glow begins to fill the stage. A crackling sound. <laughs> I am this fire. Trust in Pix, I tell you. Is that the road I see? I am this consummation! The orange light fades. The four men stand in front of a sign that reads, Welcome, Dotsons. We will follow this sign. There is sure to be food. We are not Dotsons. It says Dotsons. We are not Dotsons either. For now we are. Sconce Dotson, Grove Dotson, Pix Dotson, Prismatic Dotson. I am this Dotson. Very good, picks. The men walk off stage. The lights fade, then rise on a picnic table covered with a tablecloth and bowls of food. Nessa and Fergus Dotson stand near it, a few feet apart. Prismatic Sconce. Grove and picks enter. They do not look like Dotsons. That is because they are Dotsons. You are both mistaken. This is the house of Ulster. 
Note the pattern on the tablecloth, the pattern of the Ulsters. The ancient Celt? For the next half hour, these are the Dotsons, and we are their relatives. I am this Dotson. Listen up, Ix. He walks toward the picnic table. The others follow. Are you with Fergus's side of the family? Ah, prismatic Dotson. These are my cousins. Sconce Dotson, Grove Dotson, Pix Dotson. Let me get Fergus for you. Do not trouble Fergus. yourself. Fergus walks over. I was referring to the other Fergus. There is no other Fergus. He's easily forgotten, I admit. I do not know any of you either. We ourselves are easily forgotten. I ask you to leave. I was this Dotson. Do not think I will not tell the other Fergus. Prismatic stops at the edge of the stage. We must divert them. You will now have your chance to play your fiddle for an audience. <gasps> Did they request a performance? You will play behind that tree. When they hear the music... They will copulate like the squirrels? No, but they will turn to see where it is coming from and approach it out of curiosity. You honor me. Your music. The rest of us will run off with as many bowls as we can, stop playing, and wait for us to disappear. Will they not be surprised? Once they have turned around and resumed their conversations, quietly make your way to the road. Will they not notice the missing bowls? We will have run off by then. The three of you, yes, but not me. If you wait for them to turn around, and quietly make your way- What if they do not turn around, but instead pursue the origin of the sound? Play your fiddle! I do not know the song of the Dachshund. Do Dotson and Dachshund really sound the same to you? Not to me, but I am only one man. Play! Grove walks a few paces away, and begins to play- To Fergus and Nessa. Turn, damn Perhaps you! Perhaps they do not hear the music. They are closer to it than we are. Perhaps our hearing is superior. Fergus. And Nessa take the picnic table off the stage. They are leaving, taking the bowls with them. I am this desertion. What are doing? Is something the matter? The Ulsters have left. Grenadine! Was she not gone already? Gray, gray, crimsley, grizzly, gray! Was my playing not satisfactory? They could not hear you. Have we decided on a gift for Grenadine? You are no longer giving her mittens. I was never giving her mittens. Anything but a ring is ill, my suggestion. Even last time I thought the ring unwise. You should have said something before we stole it. I was proposing to her. When you propose to a woman, you offer her a ring. It is too conventional. It is probably why she rejected you. She rejected you. me because I am unconventional. What is your opinion, Pix? You're asking him. We need ideas. Not his. Did Grenadine say you were unconventional? She implied it. You are a mystery, Prismatic. So particular in your daily life, and yet in love, you rely on implication. Early morning. Prismatic. Scots. And Grove are waking up. Where's Pix? Over there. Well, that could be anyone. Then it is Pix, for he is all things. I see no one else. That does not mean it is Pix. Should we go after him? What if it is not Pix, and the actual Pix returns, discovers that we are not here, and looks for us where we have not gone? It will be his fault for leaving. Prismatic exits. The others follow. Pix enters. <sighs> I am this loneliness.
picks exits. He is sad because you did not want his gift idea. He is in need of our companionship. It was he who left us. He is crying out. He is always crying out. He is heading for the ocean. I am this sea. Pix starts to walk off. He is going into the water. I am this absence. He exits. I will join him in case he gets trapped in the coral. One does not get trapped in coral. Pix might. Will you go with us? I have been swimming with you once already. Sconce and Grove strip down to their brief. Forgive us. Is it our ugliness you refer to? You were ugly with your clothes on, but with them off. Oh. Are we as ugly as that? Uglier. To the sea! To the sea. The water is up to his neck! We have not abandoned you, Pit. The water covers him! Prismatic stands! I am going in. Poseidon will guide us! Prismatic runs off fully clothed. I have him! He was not easy to bring up! It is me, you idiot! Prismatic. Sconce. Grove, re-enter. Sit. And face the ocean. We must have faith. Have whatever you like. It has been over two hours. Is that too long? The lights fade to darkness. Perhaps we should say a few words. To let him know we still think well of him. Even when Pix was alive, it was difficult to convey information to him. To Grove, play your fiddle. He will shout, I am this music, and we may make amends. Pix is done shouting. We must have faith. Grove plays. The sound of seagull is heard overhead. Prismatic looks up. Let us go. He exits. Grove and Sconce put on their clothes and follow. The lights fade, then rise on the... The old man, sitting... On the side of the road. Prismatic. Sconce. And Grove enter. Aside. Abel, son of Adam. Doubtful. Was he not killed by Cain? He was kicked. He was killed. If he was killed, how do you explain his presence here? This is not Abel. To the old man. <clears throat> Are you able? Not, not anymore. Can you tell us where to find some food? Uh, down the road, an old couple is selling tomatoes. Ooh, I like tomatoes. You do not seem pleased, Prismatic. I am allergic to tomatoes. To the old man, will you join us? Uh, I, I prefer to be alone. Have you always preferred it? Some of my companions left me. <laughs> I left the others. We would never leave you. One seldom plans to. You are happy then? I, I'm sitting on a curb without prospects. You need not ask whether I am happy. <laughs> you are a plain-spoken man. We are sorry you cannot join us. I, I envy your enthusiasm. We are not enviable. Uh, you are still together. But not enviable. He exits. Sconce. And Grove follow. Your old man. And an old woman selling tomatoes. What happens when you eat tomatoes? My face breaks out in a rash. Have you tried creams? I do not believe there are creams for such a rash. 
There are creams for everything. And where would I find them now? Well, perhaps the old couple has some. I've never come across a tomato stand that sells creams. In certain provinces. Not the ones I've been to. Why are we not enviable? Three for a dollar. They approach the tomato stand. Mm-hmm. Scones. And Grove each pick out three tomatoes. To prismatic. None for you? Prismatic hands the old woman two dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm allergic to tomatoes. Mm, succulent. Succulent indeed. Prismatic grabs a tomato and stuffs it in his mouth. Uh, One dollar. Prismatic hands the old woman a dollar and devours two more tomatoes. Scones. And Grove eats slowly, gazing at Prismatic. Prismatic clenches his fists, fighting the urge to scratch. He cannot resist for long, and begins to scratch his face! It would be better if you did not scratch. His face swells. He refers to his love. Perhaps you could help us think of a gift for her. Tell him an engagement ring is too conventional. She declined the first one, which we stole from a pawn shop. My husband mm -hmm. did not have enough money for a ring, mm -hmm. so he put his finger around my own <laughs> and said he would keep it there always if I wished. Mm -hmm. That is a much better idea. We are not as smart as we seem. What is her occupation? She worked at the pier with the four. Well, there are only three of you. Forgive me, there used to be four. She operated the carousel. The four of us were custodians. Perhaps he could give her a ceramic pony. He has given her horses before. He would spend his wages, often our wages too, on the games at the pier. Throwing rings around the green bottles, flipping frogs onto lily pads, knocking over tin cans. Afterward, he would bring her the horses he had won. She said she wanted real horses, not the lifeless ones of the pier. If she did not want those horses, why did he keep bringing her more? He could not afford real ones. He said he would steal all the horses in Camelot if she would marry him. It turned out she was not interested in the horses of Camelot, but in the ones in the park overlooking the pier. If she loved him, it would not matter. At least we do not have to go to Camelot. Bernadine! Lovely people. The gentleman said little. He said nothing. But was still lovely. And the tomatoes were succulent. How is your face? You are looking at it. It is a good thing Grenadine is not here to observe it. It is my belief that we are better off with blemishes, as our ugliness can be attributed thereto. Play your fiddle. Girl! And boy, enter. Aside, Romulus and Remus. Romulus and Remus were boys. Remus was a girl. He was a boy. To the boy and girl. He plays well, does he not? The boy. And girl, smile. Grove stops playing. Do you like the fiddle? We are six. You are two. She refers to their age. Then they are twelve. Unless they are each three. They are not each three. Are you two loons? Keen lad. You've never met a loon. As you grow older. As they grow older, what? They will meet more and more loons. I want to be a loon. I want to be a loon too. Be something else. But I want to be one. And I want to be one too. Do you really want to be like us? The boy. And girl nod fervently. Would you like to help us find his grenadine? We are going to be loons. They cannot come with us. They have parents and so forth. Everyone has parents. 
The mother. And father, enter. Get away from them. Did I tell you you could leave us? Did they touch you? So many questions. We did not touch them. Did I ask you to speak? If you did, I did not hear you. I asked neither him nor you to speak. In all fairness, we did not ask you to speak either. We are finding grenadine. Becoming loans. Kidnap us. You think you can take our children? It would have been possible. But Prismatic would not let us because he said they had parents and sofas. He did not say sofas. He said so forth. I do not know this so forth. The mother. And father, pull. The girl. And boy, away. But I want to go with them. I want to be alone. The girl. And boy, exit with their mother. And father. Prismatic. Sconce. And Grove look on. Lights rise on Sconce, kneeling before a plant. This plant is edible and also has several medicinal properties. I know of no better remedy for reducing a fever, especially if the fever is accompanied by dizziness, nausea, shortness of breath, and cramps. Quite the fever. When Sir Galahad... Sir Galahad? When Sir Galahad was taken with such a fever, we fed him the leaves and stems of this plant, for both are edible, and not only did it alleviate his infirmity, it also removed his wart. Sir Galahad had a wart. On his thumb. I have a wart on my thumb. This plant would remove it. Do not listen to him. You are fond of my wart? It is not your wart that concerns me. Galahad, too, had reservations. I want you to think for a moment, Grove. I want you to think of sconce and of this plant and of Galahad, most of all. I realize I am not his equal, but our warts are similarly placed. His was on the other thumb, but that should not make a difference. Grove takes a bite from the plant. Later. I do not feel well. He has a temperature. We all do. I am also a bit dizzy. Give it time. Sick. He begins to sweat. Short breath. Have patience. Cramps. You are killing Grove! My wart remains. Perhaps you need both the fever and the wart. I have both the fever and the wart. I mean before you eat the plant. If you think so. Grenadine! Grove takes another bite. He is practically yellow. I feel worse. I cannot explain it. Would you like me to help you? Perhaps he should have eaten only the stems. I will not allow you to feed him any more of this plant. You wish him to remain sick? I am this plant. Do you know what this means? He is hallucinating. He sounds like Pix. I am this illness. Perhaps, since Pix is all things, he is now Grove. And with this plant, we have recovered them both. Grenadine. We have found her! Do you hear my cries and my shouts and my lamentations and my fears? He is turning into you too now. We are not as smart as we seem. And into you. It is difficult to decipher, indeed. Prismatic puts his arm around Grove. Help me support him. It is beyond my reckoning. There is much beyond your reckoning. Sir Galahad could not have lived without my help. If only the rest of us were as fortunate. Prismatic. And Sconce help Grove off.
the sister of the bride. And the mother of the bride. The father of the bride. Are standing around nervously. Prismatic. And sconce. And grove. Enter. Are you the band? Did we not hire more than just a fiddler? They are vagrants. We have been called ugly, too. I think the fiddle a beautiful instrument. Tell your sister the music has arrived. The sister of the bride lingers for a moment, gazing at Grove. To Sconce, do you notice this? She thinks the fiddle a beautiful instrument. But Grove? He is a handsome man. She is not. The sister of the bride exits. I do not know what to play. Your fiddle. The lights rise. On Grove, playing his fiddle. Sconce dances frantically with the mother of the bride. Swinging her around. Prismatic. And the father of the bride stand off to the side. The sister of the bride gazes at Grove. He plays well, does he not? Hmm, indeed, but I still maintain I hired more than just a fiddler. Is there something wrong with your other daughter? She prefers unattractive men, I suppose, because of me. You are one thing, Grove another. Should I worry about your other companion? He thinks he helped Galahad search for the Grail. It is good to exercise the imagination. Sconce does more than exercise it. Too often we distrust our imaginations. Sconce trusts nothing else. More of us should think we traveled with Galahad. Grove stops playing. Sconce stops swinging the mother of the bride around. She talked us about. The father of the bride helps her off stage. The sister of the bride continues to gaze at Grove. Where are you going now? Grove does not respond. Answer her, Grove. I was hoping you would be staying here for a while. Grove remains speechless. Go to it, Grove! We are searching for his grenade. Stop it, Grove! What is it? Consider the odds that a young woman with a fondness for fiddles, a fine appearance, of adequate means, of good health, actually- Do we know if she is in good health? Likes you, Grove! In spite of your unsavory appearance, your lack of means, your lack of good health, uh, consider the odds! Are they that small? Smaller. You are my friend. Forget us. Just look at us for a moment. How can he forget us if he is to look at us? I have already looked at you. He's looking at us even now. How could you possibly wish to remain with us? We are unsightly, unseemly, untenable. You present a foul portrait. We are a foul portrait. Does it matter if we are a foul portrait? The mother and father of the bride enter. I have to go soon. I have no conception of time. Damn it, Grove. You can stay in my sister's room. The mother of the bride whimpers. The father of the bride helps her off stage. You do not want me to come with you? You have come with us long enough. I do not understand. I command you, Grove. I will remember you. Forget us, as we will forget you. Grove, exit. You are unkind to Grove. No one has ever been kinder to him. Did I not tell you to eat less? It had been days since I had eaten. You will listen to me next time. I will kill you when I have the strength. Kuholan was a fractious companion, but I maintain no more fractious than you. Kuholan, the Irish Achilles. The noblest of the Ulsters. And as irritable as a goat. You knew him. I remember once he slapped me for no reason. I can think of several reasons why he may have slapped you. Why did you just slap me? I asked him. But he did not know why he had just slapped me. 
had you been speaking, because I find that when you speak... I moved to the other side of our group, but he followed me and slapped me again. You have slapped me again, I said. I have, said Kuhalan. I returned to the other side of our group. He followed me and slapped me a third time. Is there no stopping this, I asked? It is impossible to say, said Kuhalan. I paused and waited for him to advance with the rest of our group, but he remained beside me. At last I set out, and he slapped me once more. There he cannot be blamed. Prismatic exits. Scott's follows. The old woman painting a landscape is seated by her easel. Prismatic? And sconce enter. Aside, Sybil. I no longer respond to this. You deny my report? Sybil, the seer. She? Whom Apollo gave eternal life. Would she be here if he had not? Who forgot to ask for eternal youth. Do you not detect her aged appearance? This is that, Sybil. Who else? To the old woman. Sybil? The old woman does not reply. To sconce. Sybil forgot to ask for eternal hearing, too. Sybil does not respond because you have no faith. To the old woman. Sybil, if I had faith, would you respond to me? You cannot trick Sybil. You cannot do anything to Sybil. I believe I know what the trouble is. This is not Sybil. As Sybil began to age, we began to lose confidence in her powers of prediction. We? As she grew older, we no longer consulted her, so that now, though her augury be as potent as before, she refuses to answer. You think that this woman before us painting this landscape is Sybil? Mm -hmm. The seer? Mm -hmm. Who pretends not to hear us because we doubt her prophecies? Mm -hmm. On account of her shrunken appearance? Well... Apropos of her misunderstanding with Apollo 2,500 years ago over the meaning of eternity? Is there another explanation? Suddenly turning on them, how long do you two nincompoops plan to stand above me and waste my day with your words? I come here for silence and serenity, and instead I am subjected to two Idiots insulting my appearance and disturbing me in the modest pursuit of my work. I apologize. You will appreciate the difficulty I have dealing with this imbecile. I dare say it is no easier to deal with you. Prismatic has his faults, especially his irritability, equal to that of Kuhalan. Hmm? But he is a good man, Sybil. And together, you and I, who have never denied your power of prophecy, can convince him that though you shrivel to a ball of string, it is better to seek you before any Cassandra, fair and lithe though she be. To the old woman, you do not believe he is more difficult to deal with? He has finished speaking. You have not. We will go now. I have said what needed to be said. Scots exits, and Prismatic grumblingly follows. Prismatic and Sconce re-enter. She reminds me in her perseverance of Kuhalan. In his final battle, he was cudgeled in the abdomen. Every word of yours is like a cudgel to the abdomen. In order to keep fighting, he strapped himself to a rock. In the middle of battle? How else? His combatants simply waited for him. I do not understand your question. Why did someone not cudgel his head while he was strapping himself to the rock? You underestimate Kuhalan's ability. 
someone managed to cudgel his abdomen. Kuholland did combat 50 men at once. All the more reason why someone ought to have cudgeled his head as he strapped himself to the rock. May I continue? You acknowledge my point. I acknowledge your lack of faith. Prismatic. And sconce re-enter. I thought you were going to continue. I will not allow you to insult Kuholland. I was not insulting him. I was questioning his ability. Kuholland was trained by Skahak. Regardless of who trained him, to strap oneself to a rock requires both hands. And I do not see how a man without hands can fight off 50 men with cudgels. Skahak taught him how to jump. There too I am in doubt, for I do not see how one can jump effectively after having been cudgeled in the abdomen. That is why I speak of his perseverance. He fought until all his blood had run from him. I thought you said he was cudgeled. It was a spiked cudgel. Spiked cudgel! And still no one could strike him as he strapped himself to the rock. I speak of the death of a great warrior and friend, and you can only mock. You consider him your friend, though he slapped you in the face for no reason. I consider you my friend, though your mockery hurts worse than any hand. They exit. The beekeeper is standing before a hive in his protective gear. The sound of swarming bees is heard. Prismatic. And Scots enter. Good afternoon. You are agitating the bees. Is it not their normal state to be agitated? Move along. May we take a jar of honey? You may not. To Sconce, pointing off stage, the honey must be in that shanty. We will ask the beekeeper to reconsider when he returns. We will not wait for him to say no. We cannot know what he will say until we ask. We will argue about this later. He walks off. Scots follows. Their ensuing dialogue takes place off stage. Help me carry them. We have gained nothing from stealing. We have gained nothing from starving. Did I not tell you to move along? So many jars remain to you. Let us take these two. You have five seconds before I set these bees upon you. If Grove were here, he would tell you he had no conception of time. I have not seen my love in years. If I do not eat soon, then What I is your love to me? What are two jars of honey to you? More than your love? Has it not been five seconds? Oh, it has. Two jars, damn you! The sound of swarming bees is heard. It becomes much louder as prismatic ensconce re-enter and race across the stage. No crime of ours goes unpunished. You are the punishment! They exit as Prismatic and Scott re-enter, run onto the stage, and collapse. Prismatic tries in vain to open one of the jars. He looks at his hands. How long will it take for this swelling to go down? Several hours, I maintain. I shall wait until morning, then. Prismatic is sleeping. Scott sits a few feet away. Prismatic wakes up. Where is the honey? I love you, Prismatic. Where is the honey, damn you? In the sea. In the what? I would have returned it to the beekeeper, but you might have gone looking for me, and we might not have found each other. You think I would have gone looking for you? We can ask the beekeeper to reconsider now. Why are you doing this to me? We are not thieves. Why are you starving me? There will be more food. I am leaving you. Do not follow me. He exits. Sconce remains where he is. Prismatic enters. Idiot! How improved is my situation? No faith, he tells me. No faith in that imbecile. I would have never found you, Grenadine. Now we will be reunited. I can almost see you. He exits. The lights fade to sunset. He re-enters. I have to get off this road. I have to go where there are more people. 
Do not worry, Grenadine. I will find a side road, and we will be reunited. I will bring you a sunflower. I do not know where I will find one of those, either, but I will find one. A sunflower and a side road for my gossamer gay gosling. For my son. For my Grenadine. He exits. The lights fade to twilight. He re-enters. Where is everyone? I know there are more people on the earth than this. Deserts have more people. Hello there! Anyone? Perhaps this is a desert. But I cannot go back. That idiot might want to rejoin me. Not that I would let him. I am free of him. Of him and of his fellow idiots. If only I could find a side road. And a sunflower. He exits. The lights fade to moonlight. He re-enters. Where am I? There still must be cities on this earth. Any sign of life would be positive. Have you thought of me often, Grenadine? Grenadine. 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 Prismatic stops. Play your fiddle, Grove. I said play your fiddle. He turns to where he expects Grove to be. It is getting late. He lies down. How much better I shall sleep without them. Prismatic is sleeping. The two-legged dachshund rests beside him, his hind legs in a buggy. Prismatic rises. Welcome, Dotson. How was the picnic? I suppose you cannot speak. The dachshund takes a few steps closer to Prismatic, and the buggy wheels squeak as he struggles forward. You must be hungry. Control your excitement. I have had little success in obtaining food, or partaking in the right amount. Sconce and the others, admittedly, were often impediments to my attempts, but now it seems our prospects are fewer. Perhaps there is a rabbit bounding about, but I don't see you catching him in that buggy of yours. Hmm. It appears I shall have to maintain the conversation for both of us. Prismatic rises and starts to walk off. Deduction follows, but stops soon afterward. I am thoughtless. Forgive me. He attempts to pick up the dachshund, which immediately begins to bark. A proud fellow, but you must try to keep up. He walks off stage. The dachshund follows. Days begin to brighten. Prismatic. And the dachshund re-enter. In case you are interested, we are returning to my grenadine. At your rate, it will take us some time. But... Perhaps time will make me miss her more. She is as round as the sun, and I love her. Occasionally, you will hear me shout her name. Do not be startled. She is my gossamer gay gosling, and her glands are aglow. I was too hasty in my initial pursuit of her. Women do not like haste. They like slow-moving creatures like yourself. I must use you as a guide, if you do not mind. The dachshund veers off. Exited. Where are you going? I have not offended you, I hope. Prismatic exits. The lights fade, then rise on a shanty. The dachshund enters. Followed by Prismatic. Good work! Prismatic walks up to the shanty. The cook opens the door, wearing a blood-stained apron. We would like something to eat. The cook looks down at the dachshund. No dogs! We will wait out here. We do not mind. We do not serve dogs. You may serve me, and I will serve the dog. We would still be serving him. What if I promise not to do so? You would be lying. He closes the door. Do not worry. We will persuade him. He is assessing our fortitude. 
Fortitude is essential. The cook opens the door. Indicating the dachshund. Do you not perceive his injury? We serve no dogs. We will pay you. How much? No money, per se. But the dog will do tricks. With two legs? All the more impressive the tricks. What sort of tricks? You will dance. Let, let me see. Well, he must have a full stomach. The cook closes the door. To the dachshund. He is deliberating. The cook opens the door. Scraps! Venus scraps! You have three seconds. Three seconds is sufficient? Get out! We are out! Get the hell out of here! I already told you! We are in... Cook swipes at Prismatic with the back of his hand. Prismatic ducks! The cook slams the door. We will go around. There will be garbage. The difference between garbage and food is merely the presentation. If anything, garbage is superior, as it has had time to... marinate. Prismatic. And the doction walk to the side of the shanty. The sound of buzzing flies is heard. Don't let the flies trouble you. They're simply pointing out to us that the beef is of good quality and suitable to our needs. <laughs> the doction rummages in the garbage. Prismatic bends over and picks up a plate of food. Maggots, too! Remind us that the food is of good quality. We must remember, God, that we are all sprung from the same earth, nurtured by the same air, the same sun, all of us mortal and regenerative, sharing a common evolutionary stage. Algae, bacteria, sponges, only a few thousand years removed, according to Grove. The doctrine remains in the garbage. <laughs> Let us perceive it from the perspective of a child. He picks up a piece of gristle from his plate. Let us perceive it. The cook opens the back door, stands with a garbage bag in his hand. You said nothing about the garbage. You are the garbage. And I said, go to hell. The cook brings the garbage inside, including Prismatic's plate, and closes the door. To the dachshund. Come. We don't want his garbage anyway. We are too good for garbage. They exit. The lights fade, then rise as prismatic and the dachshund re-enter. That man was cruel, was he not? A descendant of bacteria. He would have liked Grove. He believes your kind could host picnics. Scones, of course, thought the hosts were ulcers. Picks thought the hosts were picks, who is now drowned. Reduction stops. It is too early to stop. We must find a gift for Grenadine. Reduction slumps to the ground. Tomorrow you must try harder. He sits down beside the dachshund. What do you think of mittens? The fisherman, smoking a pipe, is tugging his boat ashore. Prismatic. And the dachshund enter. A good day at sea. Ah, bluefin tuna. Tunus thymus. Tunus thymus. He must be eight feet. Nine. Do you need help eating it? I'm taking it to town to sell. There's a town. A few miles down. Oh, let us help you transport it for a small percentage of the sale so we can buy some food and a pair of mittens. Indicating the docks and 
What happened to his legs? He found me this way. I have not seen my love in years. Perhaps you are not meant for each other. Will you let us help you? I have a buggy of my own. That fish must be 200 pounds. We could take turns. Mm, that, that is not necessary. May we at least accompany you, in case you change your mind? I never change it. May we accompany you all the same? You may not. Have you no pity for the dachshund? Uh, I'm not fond of dogs. The whole purpose of pity is to have it where one is not fond. I weary of this conversation. We'll see you in town. Prismatic exits. The dachshund follows. Prismatic. And the dachshund re-enter. Not fond of dogs. <laughs> Just a few miles. You'll see. No slacking now. Prismatic. And the dachshund re-enter. Where in hell is this town? Perhaps the fisherman has underestimated the distance, or has a strange conception of a few. The dachshund slumps to the ground. We cannot rest. We are almost there. A gentleman enters in a white suit, smiling and twirling a white cane. This gentleman will be able to tell us. Greetings! How far is it to the town? Town? There is no town in this direction. <laughs> no need for humor, my good man. You see the condition of my dog. My own, too, for that matter. There is only ocean behind me. Then where are you coming from? <laughs> that is not a useful question. Answer me anyway. I, pl I please not to. Stop smiling and answer my damn question. You are becoming aggravated. I would be less aggravated if you answered my question. Mm, I will not. Would you like to know what I think of that suit? It is not necessary. It is more than not necessary. I wish you all the best. The gentleman starts to walk off. To hell with you. The gentleman exits. Come, I'm sure he is lying. The dachshund gets up. Prismatic starts to walk off. The dachshund slumps to the ground. I know you are tired. You think I am not tired. Huh? Do you know what Skunk would tell you? You are not a dachshund in a buggy. You, you are a pegasus, a winged horse. Pix would huh? have you say, I am these wings. I am this pegasus. I suspect we shall arrive before sundown. Within the hour, I would say, yes. I'm convinced of it. I, I know they say not to be convinced of anything because then it will not come true, but to hell with them and their sayings. I fly in their faces, if you know what I mean. He starts to go. The dachshund rises and follows. Yes, the sun will be setting as we turn the corner, and there it will be, like Gibraltar or Jericho or one of the others. I fly in their faces. They exit, you see. The sun is setting. Half my prediction has come true. In a few steps we will see the town. Like Atlantis, it will, it will rise. Prismatic stops suddenly. Drops to his knees. The doctrine slumps beside him. Remind me to tell the fisherman. There is no town in this direction. He must have run into some difficulties not to overtaken us. Perhaps he will stumble upon us tonight. And in the morning we will share his fish. He cannot refuse us now. The lights dim to darkness. Prismatic 
is sitting with the dachshund, resting his chin on Prismatic's foot. Come with me, Grenadine, I said. We will live up in the Andes and raise vacunas with our children. The huts, the huts at night, Grenadine. The sapajou monkeys and the chinchillas, the vampire bats with their crushed snouts and their fangs. We will fight them off, Grenadine. It was a beautiful speech. I do not understand how she could have given the engagement ring and the stuffed unicorn back to me. Prismatic rises. Come, the fisherman did not make it. He starts off. The dachshund follows. We will walk along the beach. Perhaps there will be a side trail. Prismatic exits. The young mother standing in front of a tent. Prismatic. And the dachshund enter. Is there a town in this direction? The young mother puts a finger to her lips. A town! About twelve miles. To the dachshund. I told you there was a town. Tell him more softly. Do, do you have any food? Only for my son and me. How old is he? Seven. Anything at all? I only bring what is necessary. We have not eaten in days. Well, the dachshund ate two days ago. I have not I eaten. must think of my child. I thank you all the same for the directions to town. Prismatic starts to go. But the dachshund does not follow. To the dachshund. Come. She has no food for us. Perhaps I could find him something. To the dachshund. It is only twelve miles. Just follow the path. When you reach the main road, you will have three miles to go. To the dachshund. I cannot blame you, of course. I will take care of him. If you see a fisherman with a large tuna, tell him the town is this way. Prismatic exits. A kind woman. It would not have been right to take food from the boy. And how much faster I am moving without the dachshund? Only a few miles to go. I should see the road soon. And in the town. Maybe the town is underwater. Wherever you wish, Grenadine. Antarctica or El Dorado. A kind woman. It would not have been right to take food from the boy. And how much faster I am moving without the dachshund. Only a few miles to go. I should see the road soon. And in the town. Prismatic exits. The lights fade to twilight. He re-enters. The sound of seagulls and waves. Prismatic stops. Maybe the town is underwater. Wherever you wish, Grenadine. Antarctica? Or El Dorado? Pix enters. Pix? I am reduced to hallucinations. I am this return! Sconce enters, carrying two jars of honey covered with barnacles. I told you, with faith, he would drift ashore. He is at the bottom of the sea. We did not swim out far enough. We searched for hours. Not out far enough. He must have joined Nereus, wise man of the sea. I was wrong to abandon you. Sconce? I have been following at a safe distance. You missed the turnoff to the main road. You might have said something. I thought you might still be angry with me. I am angry with you now for not saying something. Grove enters. Pix? <laughs> I am this companion. What is happening? Oh, I'm sorry she ended it, Grove. It was I who left her. <laughs> then I beseech you to go back. <laughs> you are not happy to see me? We have seen you. Now go, before the sight of you becomes permanent.
She did not need me as you need me. As to needing you, it... Ah, I am this happiness. Hmm. Have we thought of a gift for Grenadine? I have thought of several. Play your fiddle, Grove. You will not be able to hear my ideas. Play loudly. Grove plays. I am this music. Da, they da, exit. Da, da, the lights da, da, fade. Da, da. Curtain.